Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 72 of the Pod Ones podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. How's it going, everybody? And Harith Productions. Why, why are we doing an episode on Friday? I'm kidding. <laughs> it's because of Thanksgiving. But I hope everyone's having a great day so far. Today, we're going to be covering Star Wars Rebels episode 5 of season 2, a.k.a. Always 2. There are. This is where we're talking about the Seventh Sister the fifth brother, and a whole lot of great things that the Star Wars Rebels has introduced and brought us to the canon timeline. Luke, Harris, you ready to get the show rolling? Yeah, I think. Give, me a, <laughs> give me a second here. Three, two, one, here we go. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. And we are back. Okay, so today we have three guests on today to talk about the Always Two There Are episode of Star Wars Rebels. Our first guest is a returner to the show. She is also our ghostwriter. She's been on many of our shows, and she is one of the three hosts of Sith Face Podcast. Let's bring in Alanis at Nauta Kyber. Oh, look, it's like one of the eight people we call our honorary fourth member of the Pod Ones podcast. Hello. I mean, I was fired, oh, no, so. No, no. I was no. fired. You were never fired. You were never hired. There's fired. no documentation. No documentation. Sounds like a Ponzi scheme you got running here. Ponzi Anyways. scheme. We don't make money off of this. <laughs> we don't make money to be profitable to be a Ponzi scheme. If we're a Ponzi scheme, we're a real shitty Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Anyways, be honest. Luke, di- Luke, please digress. And Alanis, how are you? She, I'm good. How is everyone? I'm good. I'm good. Anyone did do you, any uh... Black Friday shopping today? Kind of. Apparently, did, did you end up getting Chewy that $30 uh, Lord of the Rings? No, was? I couldn't stomach spending $30. Yeah, on I, I would have I yelled at you for buying in that. Yeah, I couldn't stomach life. that. Maybe not yell at sternly be like what are you doing (laughs) but yeah i got some i did a little bit of shopping so it was a good day it was a good day yeah and also how how was your thanksgiving did you uh hang out Um, with the family and yeah my, my thanksgiving every year is always um very interesting and this year it was um it no did less. not disappoint. Was it not, extra yeah, it's interesting not or is it just interesting? All I'm going to say is Luke got a text message uh, that read, we're going to have a very fun debriefing later. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At, one point, at one point, she said, FaceTime me now. And I was like, yeah. So that's how we're going? All right. Oh, yeah. So it was it was an interesting Thanksgiving. I made a lot of things and they were good. Ate what some did good you end food. up making? You said uh, pumpkin pie, but what else did you make? Uh, so I made a caramelized honey pumpkin pie, uh, banana bread pudding thing that my family goes feral over, mac and cheese, the mashed potatoes. I think that was it. But yeah, oh, it was a busy day. Cannot wait to eat awesome. all that at one point or another. Oh, thank you, Pat. 
All right. And it's good to have you here, Alanis. It's good to have you back. And our second guest today is one of my fellow friends. He's been on for many different shows. I believe he's been on for two episodes of The Clone Wars. Or uh, <clears throat> none. He hasn't been none. on. This is his first time really? being on the podcast. He was on a he has been surprised. on. You know what? I'm surprised because he's been in our community and he's been such a good friend for us for such a long time. But I'm glad he's here to talk about the Inquisitors and here to talk about Star Wars Rebels. Let's bring in my friend, my Halo friend, my brother in arms, Jesse at Mentally Ill Sith Lord. How did you not know that I haven't been on before? <laughs> <laughs> You've been wow. in Discord with us so much. I just thought like, hey, maybe you have been on. But I you guess guys just didn't wrong. see me. I was actually there the whole time. You were. It was Jesse all along. Dun, 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 oh. dun, 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 okay, well, that's my cue. See you later, everybody. <laughs> 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 uh, just kidding. That was me. But Jesse, wow. where can uh, the good people follow you? And how was your? Oh yeah, being a Canadian, how was it? How was your like? How was my Thanksgiving? Uh, the yeah. first Monday of October, second Monday of October. It was great. I actually don't remember it. <laughs> where can everyone follow me though? TikTok at Mentally Ill Sith Lord, and I have a Twitter. It's the same thing, but I don't recommend going there. It's just random things, you know, on Twitter. Don't go there. It's. I mean, Jesse, your tweets were golden when Elon Musk took over Twitter. You just were like, screw it. I was like, I was ready. I was like, if Twitter is about to get shut down, I am going to get canceled as fast as possible. <laughs> I tried not to say anything like horrible, horrible. I was just like, Star Wars is woke garbage. And and it didn't get much attention, so it didn't work. And Twitter's still here, so Sadly, I it guess is. I got to try again another time. <laughs> Eventually, one day, Jesse, one day. one day you will get canceled and it'll be okay. The world will be great. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Anyway, on to the next. <laughs> All right. And then our third and final guest today, she's making our, her debut for the Star Wars Rebels rewatch. She has been on for two Clone Wars episodes. Yes. I know that she's been on for two. Yeah. I'm not sure which ones. I know that they involve Asajj Ventress but I can't name the two off my head. But let's bring in our good friend, Vanessa. The iconic episode where Camilla gave her heartwarming oh, yes. speech of Padme. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. She was also on for a Padme episode and a Asajj Ventress episode. Tomatoes, I don't think tomatoes. it was Ventress. I think, was it the Ventress episode? I was on sure. a round table at some point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, Boba Fett. Well, Jesse was also on for a Boba Fett episode. Jesse was on yes, five. Sir. Vanessa was on six or four. I know it's one of two. Um, but um, Vanessa, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, my whole family was sick. So... Oh, in the chat on that yeah. one. Well, well, okay. Is that an yeah. S or is that a W? No, it was kind of a W because like we didn't want to go out. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, nice. we were we wanted to avoid that FaceTime me now text, you know. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. well, when my parents went out because they weren't sick, and there was some, so we get a good debriefing afterwards, like what happened, who they saw, who was there. Those are the so, best though, like the parents debriefing. Yeah, I love the parents debriefing. 
I love There's, those. Oh, I could get into family drama, but perhaps that's not appropriate. Maybe <laughs> offline. Maybe yeah. maybe offline. I feel like I feel like it here's here here's here's an interesting one. So now that we have everybody in, okay. You have to choose five Star Wars. No, we'll say who in your top five, who would you love to have uh, Thanksgiving with in the Star Wars universe? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> My top five is like murderers and war criminals. I'm not having Thanksgiving with any Basically, you, except for yourself, replace all of us with a Star Wars character. That's essentially yeah. what we're asking. Yeah, yeah, basically. I'm forgetting the woman's name in Mando, the one who. Pelly? Like, yeah. I feel like she's very resourceful. And, <laughs> like, you know, she seems to stay calm under pressure. And, mm -hmm. like, I just had a Friendsgiving today. Lots of cooking. Like, you know, stakes are high. Everything needs to be, yeah. like, done at the same time. Yeah. And I think that those skills are applicable to a Thanksgiving meal i'm saying qui-gon so we can go for a walk oh you oh, get oh, my you oh, catch my drift you catch my drift yeah he's bringing all the tools he's yeah all of the that took me a second i'm not gonna lie <laughs> 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 why would you go for a walk with qui-gon oh okay <laughs> nothing nefarious it. happening that would oh, be well obviously no. atlantis's would be um qui-gon I bet I can guess at least three out of the five. Go for it. Qui-Gon and well, four chiss. Yeah. Qui-Gon, yeah. Qui-Gon, Callus, Thrawn, Thras. No. Thrawn would be the worst at Thanksgiving. Day. Yeah, I would not invite Thrawn. Absolutely okay, not. stuff all over a beautiful white tunic, and I would okay. be like, oh. The Thras? Obi-Wan. Absolutely. Obi Obi Thrawn. Yeah, Thras, Obi-Wan. Absolutely. No, I wouldn't want Obi-Wan. Well, what, Anakin? Yeah, I like chaos. Okay, so yeah. Anakin Which is basically Obi -Wan. my answer, because I was going to say Elzar, because just for chaos. Just like... Elzar, man. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. You just sit there at Thanksgiving dinner. Accidentally cutting down a person that was trying to help. Yes. No, hey. F in the chat. Someone's yeah. cutting like, the Thanksgiving dinner and thinks he's Niall. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying just... to think of a person that would be like... You know the person that like can't the type of person that like can't not have an argument. Like someone says something that's a bit too mm, pro Quinlan and boss. And yeah, I love Quinlan. No, I Great feel guy. like I feel like uh, Tim. Tim from Andor would be that guy. Oh, Tim would be the worst. Yeah. At oh, I want Brasso sitting next to me Thanksgiving. Oh. I want Brasso. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What a man. What a... Did you wow. finish Andor? I did. I finished Andor, and then I watched the episode for this. Now I'm here, drinking my Nice. Nice. <laughs> priorities. My little drink priorities. Drink. I would say... Mm, shit. I would say... I would say Obi-Wan. Oh, mine, really? Mine would, mine would be boring. <laughs> mine, mine would be boring. Yeah, mine would be boring. Uh, Obi-Wan... Wait, I think we're Hondo. forgetting the Thanksgiving queen, Baru Lars. 
Oh, oh Baru. She's oh, cooking Baru. everything. Yeah, and yeah, she's exactly. doing it strapped. Yeah, well, there's yeah, actually she's... one character that I have in mind at my table that could also cook everything. Okay, go ahead, Char. Um, he's. Uh, I'm surprised Luke didn't say this. He has four arms. He has I was saying. Yeah, I was thinking it. <laughs> I meant he would be the, he would be telling the most random stories, Dude, Dexter Jackson. For sure, he would be the old grandpa that sits he'd be cooking in... the best food. Yes, and he'd just be having an amazing time. Yes, you're and absolutely right. Looking at you in the face, too, being very cooking. very awkward. He's be like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like picking his like... ass while he's doing like try, trying yeah. to get the temperature for the turkey. Yeah. He's like, oh, and then Obi Wan walks in the walks <laughs> in the room. He goes, oh, Obi Wan, what do you know? Yeah, so I, I think feel like we should take Attack of the Clones away from Luke. Support. But I feel like the the best characters to have for a Thanksgiving dinner, obviously Baru Lars and Dexter Jester, because we need people to like you know actually have a good meal. Like without them, we don't have a good meal. Yeah. Um, I also feel like uh, show up. I am the entertainment when I walk in through the door. Well, I feel like all I give here. Honda will be necessary because you know if we need like something from the store that we didn't get, he can just easily just go and grab and just be like, ha ha, profit. And yeah. then just walk out of the store without paying. Though. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can smuggle everything. I just love then... how Char is going with food. The rest of us are going with drama. <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm trying to think, like, like actually, hey. like, if you want to have a good meal with good people that you can talk to. I should be thinking. Wait, you know, old right. man Rex. Not oh. young Rex. Oh. Old man Rex. You need the grandpa. You need the grandpa. And then Rex starts talking about like the separatist republic, like politics at the dinner Back table. Back in my day, boys and girls. <laughs> Look at this comment. <laughs> <laughs> When I don't go back to on program. No. On program. Turkey's oh, coming man. out. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Harris. amazing. Yeah. What would you choose? Who would you? Who would your choice? I already said Elzar. Well, Elzar, but like I said, five. Oh, you said five. I've heard someone with the one. Oh well, that's oh. just fucking great. Oh, I said two, and then I was like one. Okay, we're going another one. Ugh, I gotta go. I gotta go someone else. That's also. I'm gonna go Quinlan as well because I feel like Quinlan would be fun. Quinlan would just be chilling and we'd just be vibing. He touch a cup, he would know what like the drama that like yeah, touch a cup that somebody had else talked about. And, like like he would know the drama in between. He would those sense people, everything, and then he would be able to like add into it. And then oh. by approximation, if we're talking Dark Disciple Quinlan. He would bring Ventress as his plus one, and it'd be very entertaining. Yeah, but, but Ventress would bring like a vegan dessert. Yeah, <laughs> very true. But not because she's vegan, but just because everyone else really loves dairy. <laughs> like, that's the vibe I get from Ventress. Wow, oh, Jesus. When that's politics weird. pops off of the table, Ventress, it gets, like, it immediately responds, and it's amazing. Um, But real quick, um, I'm going to show the background real quick. Um, uh, How do I do that? You just remove everyone from the stream? Well, no. Wait, that's wow. me. Sorry, I am not the important one here. Or maybe I am. Who knows? You just lost five <laughs> viewers just like that. No, I gained two more. So, haha. Funny. Oh, they're all gone um, now. Oh, well, uh, you can't <laughs> everyone, really like, see it. Everyone that got it, leave stream. You can't really see it. Uh, but uh, from my left to the right, it's uh, Rivendell, Westeros, and then Yavin 4. Uh, and. Uh, we'll we'll I'll have it up before the stream ends and so that desecrating you the avenue four but... with some good guy symbols. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, 
Um, but let's get into the episode. Um, Jesse, uh, we do this little thing called uh, describe the episode in two or less sentences. It can be funny, it can be serious, but you're up first. Oh gosh. <laughs> Every, every time – so I actually just watched through – well, we didn't finish. We have five episodes of Rebels left. My friend hadn't seen Rebels, so we just watched through the whole thing. And oh, while nice. we were watching this episode, all I could think of was, like, the seventh sister. And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Ezra, is, Ezra is struggling that whole time. So my – literally, like, two hmm. – Do you want me to come back? Yeah, I got to figure out how to word this. <laughs> Okay. Lannis, you're up. Purple carpet, art school dropout, iPad baby. <laughs> Play shoots and ladders in an abandoned building, but survive. I love Vanessa's face right now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> iPad baby. <laughs> that, that's the first thing that uh, I could think of for Ezra because we banned uh, Space Aladdin. So, no, yeah, that's true. We did. We also banned the word Gen Z. Yeah, Gen oh. Z and um, Space Nebraska for Lothal. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Good. We we death. Star I'll let I'll let Nebraska. I'll let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> Assholes targeting targeting on the. <laughs> play jesse back if you're ready no oh, i can think of just a few words mommy okay. issues <laughs> because we all know what ezra was thinking simpage mm-hmm. uh pranks because chopper you know magnetizing himself bro has got bros bros devious yep. and uh reminiscing on war crimes Gotcha, gotcha. I want bros devious with a picture of Chopper on a t-shirt immediately. <laughs> like, I seriously need that immediately. Oh, Where's good. Brooke? Uh, yeah, yeah, Brooke. Where's Brooke? <laughs> Brooke. Uh, Vanessa. Um, When I was watching it, I was like, wow, Rebels is great. Need to go back, do a rewatch. And then when Callus showed up, I was just like, Alanis is right. Alanis is right. Alanis is right. So, <laughs> Rebels Underrated is my first sentence. Alanis is right. Second sentence. <laughs> God bless you, Vanessa. God bless you, Vanessa. Man, somebody, somebody's getting uh, points in here. And as... The 37 seconds of callus in this episode, well worth it. Why do you know the exact number? Oh, do you well, want to know okay. the exact no. number of how so, much screen time he has? Because she's got that. The 37 seconds I just freeballed, um, the actual amount of time he's in Rebels is 1 hour, 32 minutes, 37 seconds. And she doesn't have a problem, guys, I swear. She doesn't have <laughs> She doesn't. What are you Look, talking about? Look, if I had the dedication to actually do math, I would figure out how many times I've seen either Maul or Malgus be game over. I will never try <laughs> sure, yeah. like I'm it. bad at math, but something about Callus. I mean, that will eventually... Boba in the original trilogy only had 6 minutes and 32 seconds. But cool, like, that's, no common one, no that's, that's common knowledge. That's common knowledge. That's for a common. character that's not really covered that often, that's impressive. That's Hitchcar. common knowledge. That's common Hitch- knowledge, bro. 
Luke, your common knowledge. I Talk am. Talk to the cardboard. Cut out. Hey, at least I am <laughs> knowledge. You so are. That was such I'm... a weak comeback. Yeah, that, that was, was so anyway. You said that I was anyway. Anyway, let's get glass. Okay. Let's... <laughs> yeah. let's get into the story part of this episode. Let's do it. And we're back. How we doing, Anna? Well, Todd, things are heating up. Ooh, yes, Nelson with the jalapeno poppers. Incredible. Ramirez comes in hot with a cheeseburger, patty, lettuce, tomatoes. Beautiful formation. Is he? <gasps> He's going for it. Ramirez grabs the dude's mayo. <laughs> Look at it go. Let's wang. Anna, this is the best tailgate I've ever commentated on. Tailgate with Wang. Get the official mayo of the tailgate. Duke's mayo today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nothing going on here. All Nothing right, at all. let's get into let's let's get in. Uh, let's get in the episode. Basically, the episode starts off with Ezra, um, uh, kind of being torn from uh, uh, Rex and Kanan. He's annoyed of all the responsibility that he's trying to do, so he leaves with Zeb and Sabine to go on a. <laughs> well, I got. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put myself in that. Your comeback I, uh, game is so bad tonight. It's so. I bad. can't just be happy. <laughs> not once in my life here. I cannot. I, no. I. I can't be happy. Um. So Ezra goes with uh Sabine and Zeb and Chopper. Uh, they're sent to a uh, medical abandoned medical facility from the Clone Wars, uh, where they run into the fifth brother and the seventh sister. Um, they're captured. Uh, Zeb ends up clutching up uh, by ha- basically telling them to look up, and uh, they escape. And they warn Ahsoka and Kanan that there are more Inquisitors, and that's where we end the end the episode. So my first question is: so in the episode, by the way, um, Freddie Prince Jr.'s wife voices. Uh, um uh voices uh seventh. the seventh sister. She's our uh, wife now. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> our wife. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Um, so uh she is talking to Ezra when she captures him. Uh uh, she says uh there are opportunities for them to become the Grand Inquisitor. My question is is why don't you think they named a Grand Inquisitor after season one? Counter question. Okay. What makes you think they didn't and we just never saw them? That is a counter question. But I feel like it's but I but I also feel like it's very like it would be yeah, it would be a it would be 
I feel like it would be a point for them to have a Grand Inquisitor, right? Because that that's kind of like the stepping stone. Like once, like once Grand Moff Tarkin dies. Well, also that's not true either because they didn't make another Grand Moff. He was also, the only one, right? Also, yeah. Also, I want to say that maybe here's an idea because I always thought like the Kenobi idea with the Grand Inquisitor was just kind of a bait just to get Reva to chase after Obi Wan. What if they didn't name another Grand Inquisitor? Maybe they were just like, "Hey, let's just get this on Reva." Because remember, mm, they're, they're trying they're to downscale like... the company. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't pay the salary. Yeah, probably. Vanessa. Um, I think. Well, we don't know if there is a Grand Inquisitor, like Jesse said. But even when there was. I think a lot of the point of fascism and oppression, there's always the goal of um, reiterating and like encouraging conflict between groups so that to like basically distract them. And that just kind of further helps their cause anyway. So it was interesting, even though it's a kid show, to see that and to see like I was here first no the, this is person is mine and it's so like it's a very subtle thing but um it's interesting to see how in Kenobi like they furthered those mm-hmm. ideas and you can kind of just like watch this one episode and like you understand their dynamic even though it's such a brief interaction so I really appreciated that yeah, yeah. absolutely Vanessa um, I kind of, it's kind of the, this is kind of the answer I thought of. Vader's like, I'm the captain now because he doesn't trust anyone in that role anymore. He's like, we don't need a Grand Inquisitor. Like, I can take care of all the Jedi. Like, who gives a shit at this point? But uh, anybody else have any other thoughts besides Jesse putting a Uno reverse card on me? <laughs> I think the Inquisitors are just a bunch of pick a bunch of bootlickers. Oh, bunch of ass kissers. Agreed. Yeah, a bunch it's of. It's also brown in the nature nosers. of the Sith not I, to give the lessers power to make yourself look less powerful. I think. I well, mean, the Vader is in charge of the Inquisitors, and because he is got Palpatine, Palpatine's little "I'm the best" rubs on Vader, and Vader's like, "Well, I'm the best," so he's like, "Well, there doesn't need to be any grand anything. They can all just be below me," and then. I'll be in charge of them, like that answer said. Like it's the nature of the Sith to discourage any growth. I'm, I mean, the only one that ever really wanted to climb for power was Reva, if you think about it. In the Inquisitorians, everyone else was just like, "I'm happy where I'm at," except for the fifth brother. Yeah, the fifth brother was like, "That he sucks. is mine." He sucks. Better as Sung <laughs> Kang. Sung Kang better as fifth brother. No questions asked. Elbozo. Uh, Lannis? No, I think everything was, uh, pretty much said. I- I'm still going with my they're downscaling the company. I feel like that's a good one. They were too, like, yeah, yeah, we want to fill the role, but, like the, you know, like, money's tight. Like, HR is going through the budget, and they're like, do we really need a. I mean, they all we could just give it to 
We're building this fucking weapon. I don't yeah. know, dude. All the Inquisitors keep dying, I, so they're probably I, just like, like obviously these people don't do very much if they just keep dying. I like, mean, we just had these bunch oh of mass breakouts in prisons, building this weapon. Uh, let's cut back the Inquisitorians. You know, Vader. I, I, I mean, I mean, can why we don't we really merge the positions? It? We'll merge the positions, and we'll just. On their name tag, we'll let them still wear it that says Grand Inquisitor, but we're just going to pay them the normal Inquisitor price, but just with the same responsibilities. That yeah. gives me Empire. Oh, yeah, that's very much Empire-esque, for sure, absolutely. Uh, Char or Harris, you got anything to add on that one? Not much? So, no. <laughs> so, no. Use your words. Harith, I'm waiting for you. I already used my words. We use them again. I'm kidding. Oh my oh. god! Who talks? What's you the next talk? question, Luke? Me? First, yeah. What's the next question? No, we, get, we don't got anything bad. Go ahead. Oh my question. god! No, you can know the guest All right. covered it perfectly. So Zeb clutches up in this episode. How do you think uh, this helps the group moving forward when they get into sticky situations? Because we see, obviously, uh, Kane and Ezra and Sabine are able to, like, go with the flow of certain things, and Zeb's kind of... You don't really see him making those decisions much in the group. He's always the one following. Um, so what was your guys' thoughts on how he handled himself throughout the episode? I have never heard the term clutched up. Yeah, he clutched up. I thought yeah, it was, it's like it's like that, that's, a, that's a slang for some that's a, that's a slang past 2017. Um, it's just like came to the like rose of the occasion. Essentially. You know, you know what, you know yeah. the reason why that why that popped in my head because my cousin spent the night over at my place, and my seventh grade cousin who was playing PS4 just said I fucking clutched up on that shot, and I'm like. What? That that the whole thing is giving very hello fellow kids. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I... hello kids, clutching up, right? You clutching up on the war zone? Do you want me to hop in on the battle royale and jump into the war zone? Oh, the kids that say like forty five okay, well, times. Well, I was trying to be clever, and now I see that I've made a huge <laughs> mistake. But if anybody would like to answer the question, States. that would be just fantastic. This is why we don't have open borders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Clutch it. Well, anyway, to answer the question, how does it affect the group going forward? I think not only, like, is it, like, I think it's not just because Zeb saved them. I think it's because the show is starting to take a turn where this is, this is no longer, <laughs> this is no longer just like a small band of rebels against like a little bit of the empire. It's starting to show like, this is around the time when the empire is no longer taking this rebelling as a joke or people running around pretending to be Jedi. And it show it's kind of like a lesson to, specifically like Ezra and Sabine like you guys can't just run around anymore and be on your own and do what you want because the Empire is going to keep sending people and they're not going to stop until they prove to you that they are the most powerful because like 
like we've heard so many times throughout Andor's run and just everything to do with fascism, like in order to keep like the biggest threat to fascism is someone who is willing to challenge it. Someone who is willing to show that there is flaw, like the threat to your power is people who don't want to succumb to it. And these kids are showing the empire. They don't care. The empire is like, well, listen, if you're going to run around, you're going to run into the wrong person all on your own. And you're going to have to get rescued by the big half Wookiee over there. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think that's like, it kind of teaches that lesson. And it also helps Zeb realize like, maybe I shouldn't let them go on their own because this is no longer just a, the specters like this is rebellion versus empire yeah i yeah, think this I has a lot to do with deb <laughs> oh go vanessa i'm like you frozen totally, no you're totally fine um i really liked this part of the episode with zeb uh it was very subtle but like it was very brief like they're very brief moments in the episode where like you if you're not paying attention, I was trying to think of like, what what would this episode be like uh, from like my perspective of so, as someone who's like watched so many things in Star Wars and like reads a lot about fascism and as a historian, as a film person from like all these different uh, perspectives, but also like if I'm just a kid um, and there's a point where I'm digressing, but I'll circle back. There's a point where they're like, your friend is dead. Um, and if kid just like kind of like runs into the room and is like, what the hell? And then immediately they jump to show him that no, Zeb is okay. And like, they're just lying. Um, but I thought there was like one line, one interaction between Zeb and Chopper where he was like, yeah, like we're not really leaders, are we? They kind of acknowledge that they're kind of like side characters. They're the NPCs of the group. Um, <laughs> um but I think uh, I'm not sure who I would consider to be the leaders of the ghost crew at this point. I think Zeb and Chopper, they mostly like feel like that. Everyone is sort of like figuring out themselves. And it's yeah. important, especially like in a rebellion, uh, people leading a rebellion, a leader's role is to make everyone like acknowledge their own traits, their own potential. Um, I think it's unfortunate that they weren't able to be aware. Oh no! No, you're good. You're good. You're, no, no, no. Please no, don't good. put me full screen. <laughs> Back away. Okay, whoever did that was out of pocket. <laughs> well, you were doing um, such a great job. I, I wanted well, to I highlight like it. See, I like seeing everyone's faces. Then I'm just like seeing myself, and I'm like jump scared. Like, you're I'm you're like, like, oh, I'm Vanessa cave, jump scare. Um, <laughs> no, I thought something was wrong. Oh, something was wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I'm just thinking about how Leia, like, shows up later in the show and how we get to, like, see her own journey as a leader, um, and how she sees potential in Poe in The Last Jedi, and, like, he has to kind of, like, learn that lesson himself. And I was just trying to, like, see from that angle, like, how does this come, like, that journey of, like, discovering your own um, abilities, like, how does that compare to Zeb and mm -hmm. the whole, like, chin up thing? There were so many aspects that, like, it was just a very feel-good episode. 
even though it had those like suspenseful elements. No, yeah, I absolutely. Liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a very underrated episode. You see a lot of the dynamic of the group. Um, so yeah, this is not a filler. No, there is that. no such thing. There's no such thing as filler. No, Luke hates that word. In Star Wars, there is no filler. There's no filler in Star Wars. I don't know about that. I've watched Clone Wars, man. <laughs> uh, it's like a character study show. Yeah, it's a character we'll study. That. Yeah, it's a character study. I mean, yeah. the concept of filler in Rebels is basically dead. I will still argue about that because season one, the the TIE Fighter episode comes into play. Episodes like this will come back into play or reference the, certain things and then bring the, back it later. So it's like here's oh. the thing. Um oh yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. Like the stream. Yeah, I already also, pulled that up. <laughs> and Jeffrey Miller. Thanks for Thanks, Jeff. Telling people to luck the stream. Appreciate it. I think this is the first time I've ever seen him in stream. So that's yeah, awesome. welcome in. Welcome in the Welcome, bottom. welcome. Uh, uh, no, but I totally, I totally agree. I mean, filler is Goku and Piccolo going and getting their driver's license when they can well, fucking fly. Yeah, I also think just like a TV format requires some sort of filler. It's more elongated. Like people refer to like the new streaming shows is because there's six episodes. Like it's going to be longer and like more spaced out than a movie. Yes. But, mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's like. Hitchcock has this quote about how like uh, movies are like sensory machines or like people expect movies to be like these sensory receptive machines and they kind of just like want everything to be told but I think TV it like helps people learn that type of patience. Also these TV shows are made for kids. They're meant to be like watched in the background while you're playing toys like you have like the little oral cues. Yeah, exactly. You, but like you have you have oral like you have these little like musical elements where you're like, oh, this part is scary or this part is lighthearted, this part is whatever it may be. Um I'm going off. But... No, I love I lo- I love it when <laughs> Vanessa oh, goes on a nice. tangent. It just it's film just, bro. Film bro. I also um, actually people I love it. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. I, but I always felt like with Rebels, it's like, yes, their target demographic was definitely for sure fucking kids. But I also will say there are definitely elements they threw in for the older Star Wars fans that grew up with Clone Wars with Ahsoka and Vader and that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's kind of, I, say, I usually say, yes, it's targeted at kids, but I also say it's for everyone most of the time. This is definitely Rebels. supposed to be like a scary episode for kids. I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I wasn't a kid when this came out, though, so like, I don't know what it would have been like. But this gave me like the vibes of like the Geonosian like worm episode, like that kind of like trying to spook mm. you. Except that episode still spooks me, and I'm not a kid. So, <laughs> but, I like, thought, this, like yeah, this, I thought about that. You go. No, you go. No, you. Um, I thought about the episode in Bad Badge um, when everyone's like everyone in the whole season. They had been getting their head bonked. And then oh, yeah, finally, yeah. Wrecker just flips out. That is one of the most suspenseful moments I've ever felt in Star Wars, which is like, again, it's like sort of targeted towards kids. But I think it was more like the coloring and the setting that like reminded me of that yeah. and like maybe the music. I need to rewatch Bad Batch. 40 days, guys. Well, and also, Vanessa, 40 days. I think the other thing is, is that also in Bad Batch, when they drop the 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 supplies into that one shaft thing 
and they have to be quiet and all the bats come. That's like, what I, that, my mind went to immediately. That, oh, that's yeah, what my mind went to. Yeah, the, yeah that, that, that's kind of like the suspense stuff. But also like elongated horror kind of feeling like that. that, that, that that's absolutely oh my gosh. absolutely true. I love horror yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah, but that is going to be the end of my segment. Uh, Char, it is now. Yours. It's my time to shine, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. It is insignificant well... next to the power of the Force because it's lore. And today's lore is going to be about droid partners. It's corn. A big lump of knobs. That's the juice. I know. <laughs> um, but today's lore is going to be about droid partners. So in this episode, we are introduced to the seventh sister and her ID nine seeker droid, companion to help her down, or help her hunt down her targets. Many characters throughout Star Wars have droid counterparts, such as Anakin and R two D two, General Leia Organa and PC four CO, Ochi Bastoon and Dio, Cassian Andor and K two S O, Marva and B two E M O. Oh. Dexter Jetster and Flo, yeah. Hu Yang and the entire Jedi Order, Poe Dameron and BB-8, Lando and L-337, and last but not least, Padme and C-3PO. A lot of these droids serve a specific purpose and were treated a different way. We all know how Ochi treated Dio with his um, abusive tactics and his very, um, he would lash out at the droid. Very perfectly and, normal relationship with droids. Definitely was And we all know how Lando treated all three with them being partners, literally. Um, I love them. So, all of you guys, I want to ask you. Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrap gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. What droid would you want to have with you for the rest of your life? Remember, R2. remember this isn't this isn't a one-time thing. R2. This droid will follow you in a battle. R2. This droid will protect you from criminals. R2. This droid will pour you a cup of spotchka. R2. Every, everything. Who is literally, it in Literally. Literally. It's Chopper. R2. It's R2. I, oh, I think I want a droid that can talk. I want a droid that I can chat with, you know? Like, I I'll think learn. I will like, learn droid. I don't care. That little motherfucker. Binary, binary, I guess. No, I want them to make the scene in Revenge of the Sith canon when Anakin's like, oh, he means people, people. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely, I, mean, I watched all of the deleted scenes like more than the movie, I think, when I was a kid. Like, I always watched the behind the scenes. Because I was just so interested in it, so when I went to like rewatch, <laughs> but like I went to rewatch the movie, like I know it had been many years since I thought since I saw Revenge of the Sith, 
and I thought the droid beep beep boop was like in the movie and I was heartbroken that it wasn't. Yeah. I thought that Anakin spoke droid. And I mean it's like, up. No, wait, no, it's down. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 hold on. No, no, beep up boop is down. <laughs> and then they would do the hand signals but... Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, that that was also a really good scene. But also no, the yeah. Roger Roger and they get in. They just like after they kill oh, them. Yeah, right? that is. Yeah, really... and then Captain Rex took the mantle and was like Roger Roger. <laughs> I think I would have to have L three. I love Phoebe Waller Bridge, and in my head canon L three, when she survives, she writes the Star Wars equivalent of Fleabag, and. I need that show. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, like you have to really think about what droids you're going to pick because, like, there's droids that have done, like, some stuff that, like, isn't very common with a droid, like uh, General Leia and PZ4CO or PZ. PZ wrote a a fucking memoir (laughs) of Leia. Like, like they do that. these things that are very, very Fuck. like little, but they have a very big part of who it, they it's are. It's either it's with. either R two or BD. I was BD gonna say I was God. waiting. I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to interrupt people. I was gonna say BD one. That was gonna yeah. be my answer. Because yeah, I mean, come on, who who has the balls to like jump yeah. on Vader and try to shock him? <laughs> Only BD. Droid rights. Droid rights. Droid rights. Yeah. This is Lola Erasure. I think Lola is a great droid. Oh, She's so oh, cute. Lola. 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 That was a good one too. Yeah, everyone liked yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi for Obi-Wan. I liked it for Princess Leia and Alderaan. So we're not the same. Um, <laughs> I think, bro, I think K2, like I'd love K2, but he's just so tall that I would get really uncomfortable around him. I just look up all the time and I'm like, hi. You're super tall and you're making fun of me for no reason, and I love it. But also Chopper. Like, Chopper's my go-to, but I can't speak binary, so I think I'd get really frustrated. He'd say something and be like, I have no idea what you're saying. Bro. I would learn binary for R2. I love I that son of a bitch. Dude, I can't yeah. learn beep boop or bot beep. Like, yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like if you chose Chopper and if you like started talking back to him, I feel like he would try to tackle you. He just sounds like Oscar the Grouch. Like, that remember that scene? Hey. I don't know what episode of Rebels it's in. He might have done it more than once when he just puts his arms out and starts spinning his head and like smacking a stormtrooper <laughs> like repeatedly. He'd do that to hey. me. Also, Luke, don't disrespect my man Dave Filoni like that with the chopper voice. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> yep, Mandalorian. <laughs> What's your... Yeah, I think chopper or K2. I don't think I could handle like C3PO. I think I'd lose my. No, mind. no one's picking 3PO. Oh, what about? Goddamn annoying. Oh, what about? What about um Afra's two droids? Oh, a triple zero and yeah, triple zero. what's the other one's name? I can't think of the other Wait, one. how did I not think of this until now? I'm a fucking idiot. Mr. Bones. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Bones. Oh, my Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones, oh, no. Bones would be fantastic, he would actually. He would kill everyone. I <laughs> like, imagine Aiden's you're walking around and some kid sees your droid and they just collapse to the ground crying. And you're like, it's okay. He's only killed like 30 people. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Honestly, IG-11, just for Taika Waititi's voice. Just saying. BD-1, awesome. he gives me tie your shoelaces while you're not looking vibes, and you are just and you just watch them spill after your argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. 
But I just, uh, I love Mr. Bones just because, like, in the audiobook, his voice is, like, super insanely high-pitched, more yeah. than usual. And it's like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> just, like Yeah, he's really odd. I love Mr. Bones. Uh, oh, how did I not? Gonkatine, bro. Oh, oh my team. god for the bit. What am I doing? Oh, oh, man. I hope anybody that comes from your server just roasts you for not mentioning Gonkatine. Just if saying. they if they joined, I did tell them to, but I doubt they did. They're all like five, so they might be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jesse, which drawer do you pick? You did name a few, but you gotta pick one. I, I'm really torn between K2 and I think I'd have to go with Chopper. I, I just think Chopper's really funny. And then if I needed something done, I'd be like, Chopper, if you do this, I'll let you like shoot someone because he loves committing crimes. So Chopper. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're going to be living with Destroyed for the rest of your life, I feel like it needs to have humor. It needs to have that funny side. And Chopper has a whole load of it. I could so, ride on top of him. Whee! You can. You can. Um, well, Vanessa, what is your droid? Your L3. I need L3. that, like, what's that thing, the, like, exchange she has with Kira when she talked about, like, her relations with Lando? And oh, Kira's yeah, when they're sitting on the like, ship? They're sitting on the ship. <laughs> and he's like, he's so into me, and I'm just not, like, he has a thing for me, and it gets so uncomfortable, it gets so weird. But yeah, she's, I'm gonna make sure she survives, and Long enough to write Star Wars fleet bag. Yeah, it's she'll like, be yeah, she'll Star be a Wars droid, not a Navi computer. I don't know who the Star Wars hot priest would be, but we need that. And then instead of the fox, it would be a Lethal cat. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So we have Chopper and we have Oh I'm not gonna point. Vanessa says L three. Harith, you you're going with Mr. Bones? Or who are you going uh, with? I'm going to go Mr. Bones. I was going to go with BD, but Mr. Bones would just be a fucking vibe. <laughs> okay. Luke. R2. It's always R2. You're like, it's nothing I fucking different. Love you, you were R2. saying R2 before I even finished the question. Well, well, I mean, he can literally do everything that you just said. Literally everything. Okay. Like, he is he is my Swiss Army knife. Literally. He's my okay. Swiss Army knife. I mean, I'm going to have to go with K2SO. I mean, he is my favorite droid. And he is tall, but I mean, I'm tall as well, so I'll have to look up too high to him. You Wait, know? how tall is a K2SO? You K2SO, know, like... he's seven foot two. You don't have to look a foot up, you're Char. Not... Yeah, you're like seven foot one, tall. seven two. Char, you only have to look the half an inch up, maybe a foot. Char, yeah, you're. Like, wait, 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 wait. Char, did you just say that you were six one? That's no, no, I'm saying K2SO is like 7172 around that height. Oh, okay, all right. The benefit is he could step on you. He could. That'd be good backwards. Oh, if you were in if you were into oh, that, if you're into that type of uh stepping on back massage. Like Lando is. <laughs> yeah. But like what I'm afraid of is like what if um Herithus comes over with BD and then in a fallen order, you know how BD units can hack the, the, the I said that. <laughs> I said Mr. Bones, you don't have to worry. Down. You don't have to worry about that one. That's a Mr. Bones. Because in Fallen Order, if you if yeah. you are going after a KX series droid, the same as K2SO, if you do enough damage, your BD is able to hack into the droid and make it fight for you. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, whoa, what if Harith, what if Harith's BD unit hacks my droid and it starts coming after me? No. Terrible. Well, but yeah, K2SO. 
So, all right. Is it time? That is it for the lore segment. Let's go to the interconnectedness. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Nothing happened at all during. No, not, a, not, 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 a not at all. Not we definitely not slap each other off and scream "fuck no. you" at each other like for like thirty seconds. No, no. <laughs> but Wait, you spoiled the behind the scenes of fun. Damn it! That was gonna be on the Patreon. Damn God it! Damn it! Silent, <laughs> just us just going like, ah, just screaming back straight. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, go on to my segment. Uh, we're definitely not gonna talk about Inquisitors because it's totally not the obvious yet. We're talking about fucking Inquisitors. So. Again, for the first time we everyone watched this episode back in 2015. Again, I feel so fucking long ago when I say 2015. Yes, it was 2015. We learned that obviously after the Grand Inquisitor's death, there's more Inquisitors. So, again, this is just more of a in-world question. I'm going to go in-universe second. So, what are you guys' thoughts on when you guys first watched it that there were multiple Inquisitors? Was this your first encounter with the Inquisitors was in Rebels? Or did you guys watch other mediums like... Or read like Vader twenty seventeen and or Fallen Order and then like get back into Rebels. Like, what was your kind of like order on that? And what were your thoughts on like the multiple brothers and sisters in the Inquisitorious? I think I watched Rebels before I read Vader twenty seventeen. I think that's how it went because I remember like I was watching Rebels when I had online classes because of like quarantine. And so I would plan my days and like the, I was, I watched Twilight of the Apprentice part two, like in between classes. And I was like, That's a horror. It's okay. I think I had my camera off or something. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But yeah, I was introduced to the Inquisitors through Rebels. And then I kind of like understood them more through Vader 2017. I really like that run. It's a good run. I feel like you had a part two to the question. I'm like not answering it though. No. No. Okay. No, no, definitely. <laughs> no, she, again, it was, I had a feeling everyone on the panel went through Rebels first, but you never know. Sometimes it's like yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, I went through Rebels first. I mean, I, you had Civ Council videos, Luke. We all knew oh, this. Yeah. Civ Council <laughs> videos where we broke down every episode of Star Wars Rebels when it was first releasing back in 2020. Oh, yeah. What about Gridiron Guys? Um, channel. Uh, dude, if... yeah, Patreon, man. If we get big enough, we'll bring it back. Oh, I was going to pull up the Gridiron Guys logo that I, that I didn't delete it. Ah, it. Anyway. anyway. Um, Jesse, go ahead and uh, tell us when you... Uh, we're thinking about when you first saw that there were more Inquisitors. Um, so I got into Star Wars lore like way before Star Wars Rebels came out. So I was young, but I knew that there were like in Legends there was more than one Inquisitor. So like when I saw there was more than one in canon, I was like, "Oh, that this makes sense." <laughs> That's right. Was. But when I saw them, I was like, "Oh, I thought they'd all wear the same outfit." I like genuinely was like, why don't they wear the same outfit? And that was literally my only thought was, wow, they're not wearing the same outfit. This is weird. <laughs> like, I don't know what was going through my mind. But I watched this episode back in, you say it was 2015? 2015. Mm -hmm. Yep, 2015. Gosh. 
Yeah. I don't before the Force Awakens even came out. Before yeah. the Dark Times. I don't really remember. They were Dark Times. Okay, because Rebels was what? Season 1 What started fall 2014, then went through spring, and then... So this was the fall of 2015. 15, yeah. Jeez, I don't remember. I, <laughs> I don't fully remember my thoughts. I, I was still in, like, grade 8. Bro. I was 13 years old. Yeah, oh, my God. Too. Y'all were... I was out of college. I mean, I have already, I've always been out of college, so I guess I can't yeah. really use that, <laughs> but... But am I missing another part to the question? Other than no, that my... no, that's exactly what Vanessa asked. <laughs> She's like, "Is we there just, something else I'm missing?" We but, just um, think the same. Yeah, back when I I watched I watched when it came out on Disney XD, because from season one, his name was the Grand Inquisitor. So I was like, "Wait, so he's like the top of the Inquisitors? He's like the Inquisitor?" So I'm like, "There's obviously got to be more. They're gonna dive into him more once the show goes on." And then obviously they showed the Seven Sisters and the Fifth Brother. And then the Darth Vader 2017 comics came, and we get the eighth brother. I mean, later on in Rebels, we get the tenth brother. We get the we get so many different Inquisitors. And then Fallen Order, we get the second sister. We get the ninth sister. We get the sixth brother, and we get so many different characters that just just because of Rebels, just added so much continuation to the Empire. And then now we have Blank Inquisitor in Tales of the Jedi. We still don't know where he's at, who he yeah. is. The lamest freaking inquisitor. He looks so cool, and he died so fast. I don't know who's lamer, sixth brother. Yeah, or this he, he he died like the elder in visions, just dust. Yeah, deflated. Like I was like, how am I supposed to take this seriously, bro? Okay, <laughs> okay. It was like Ahsoka Tano. I'm gonna oh kill God. you, and she's just like, all right, bet. You didn't have hey, to. Hey, Ashla, how are you? <laughs> what? I didn't have to do the. No, and he just like no, I I took notice of the deflating and I was like, oh that's cool. Like little like subtle callback to a new hope to Obi-Wan to the little deflation. That's like that where it started. That's that's where I was like, oh, okay. Like gravity. Good to know that they have it over there. And then you you think of <laughs> Yeah, like a balloon flying around the room. <laughs> Yeah, that was but, again, I do have a, I do have a second question that's more in universe. So again, I find this interesting with the context of other mediums with like Ahsoka and especially Cal Kestis. So I'm gonna just blankly ask this because now it's interesting. Why didn't you think Kanan knew there were multiple Inquisitors? Or and then there's a kind of a second half to the question of why didn't you think Ahsoka told Kanan that there were multiple Inquisitors? Because that may have been necessary information. <laughs> Because they're like, hey, you know, okay, we know we got multiple Inquisitors here. You know how he kind of killed the Grand Inquisitor? He kind of created a power vacuum. You, you may want to be aware of that. I do wonder if they either didn't consider them to be significant. Uh, they, meaning Ahsoka, like, didn't consider them to be significant enough of a threat. And that they were just, like, Empire fanboys. You know? Like... We see how they behave with one another, so maybe they're not really a threat. I don't know. Um, they're also so kind like, of like... Hmm? I was going to say, Soko's like, hey, I already killed them the same way twice. Like, they're not... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but I think, uh, as for them, like, if Soko was thinking that way, 
she wasn't considering like she's a skilled Jedi. She's not thinking of people that are like just learning those newer skills and like, getting a hold of um, like being present and like not being super impulsive or like rambunctious or immature. Um, and those are like traits that you can't really have or can't really use when you're with an inquisitor. Um, so I think it was a really interesting lesson to then like sort of juxtapose like how the inquisitors are immature with another to the immaturity of Ezra and how he realizes like someone said this earlier, like um, Ezra and Sabine sort of realize like they need to get their shit together. Like they can like the rebellion is a serious thing. He's pointing to himself. I always say like I don't know who it was, and I'm like not I'm not trying to You're not credit on purpose. Me. Yeah. No, I did that in my, in my class once, and then I was like, someone said this really good thing. And my professor was like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's bad. <laughs> that's awesome. I, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Someone that's caught this like, really good point. The professor's like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who it was, but they made a really compelling point. No, they were saying something sounds, really good. It sounds like I was like faking it, but I'm not. I just like I remember the point. I don't remember the face of like who said it. I'm more just like wow. I'm just like struck with knowledge. Um, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> I feel like I'm not answering your question though. What are you, <laughs> no, you're good. Just like remind me of it, and I'll like I'll respond more. Concise. Oh, I mean, you already addressed like the second half. The, the first half is why didn't you think Kanan knew there were multiple Inquisitors besides the Grand Inquisitor? Yeah, maybe he just saw one of them. Maybe yeah, he, he just saw one. It was like it's a fanboy. Nothing to. Yeah, the, just, like, the, the long and the like, short of it. Just like the Grand One. If yeah, his name yeah. Is Grand. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kanan, Kanan doesn't know any better. Okay. He's just been like in his hoe phase for like five years, you know. Oh my god! Whoa! He's been in his hoe phase Whoa. for five years, and then like he is now teaching, and now he's just like, oh, Kanan. I should have guessed that there were gonna be more inquisitors, but nope. If you hear Grand too, like, don't you think that they've gone through all of the ranks, you and would, this is like yeah. their last option? This is. You're just assuming there's nothing Come else. on, Kanan. Get it together. <laughs> no, Bozo. I remember watching I the episode. Oh, there you go. I think that makes sense. I think that's a reasonable assumption to make. You would just be like, oh, well, these people, they clearly, like, they have some sort of organization. They have a yeah. leader. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Life insurance. 
What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Why would just their leader come to me? And then, and then he's like, and he's like, well, they sent the Vader after me. They sent the Sith Lord after me. Yeah. Surely they would set the, the Inquisitor after me. Surely like this. Yeah, then he wouldn't just wouldn't bow out after like me. one encounter. Yeah. I think that's like Kanan's mindset was after they fought the Grand Inquisitor, Vader like obviously realized the Grand Inquisitor was the most skilled of the Inquisitors. Like we know that like almost for a fact, judging like. The Grand Inquisitor went toe-to-toe with literal, like, some of the best Jedi alive. He fought Jocasta and survived, so he's pretty good. But I think, like, after his death, if Vader's coming after him, they they see him. And Ezra's like, is that an Inquisitor? And Kanan's like, no, that's, like, that's a Sith. Like, we're totally done for. This is not just an Inquisitor. And once they lose vader i think kanan's mindset is well if the sith lord doesn't think we're this much of an issue or is done with us i don't think that anyone else is coming i have a feeling he knew there would have been more than one inquisitor like i feel like at that like after hearing the name grand inquisitor he would know but also like if he didn't know like he didn't i guess he just wouldn't put it together i don't know he he was kind of a drunk for a long time so maybe yeah he was in his host stuff. page come on yeah because the reason why i mentioned that because i remember watching the episode and the episode ends with like canon being like oh there's multiple of them and like it just like starts playing the imperial march and he's just like very sad and like Hera's arms you're just like canon you dumbass realizes that there's multiple jedi who have decided that they don't they don't need to stick to the jedi like the jedi failed them but also like the ahsoka part that I don't know why she wouldn't say anything. Like, I guess she didn't really feel like they needed to. Like, she thought well, maybe Vader's going to be the one who's coming after them. Maybe, but... yeah, maybe she figured they wouldn't go after them. But I think that's also like an issue with like how people in the rebellion like perceive each other and like how um, not valuable they are to the rebellion, but more like what is their place uh what is their role like are they leaders what is their place like in the ranks Mm -hmm. um and this was sort of like a wake wake up call for anyone if you are anti-imperial at all like you will probably be gone after in some sort of way i mean we see that in the ahsoka novel too yeah what is it uh i think uh, i read this a while ago but i think there's that scene where like someone doesn't feel like celebrating empire day and then they get beat up for that. 
I think it's in the first chapter when she tries to escape off world. I think it's when the celebration's happening and she's like, oh, fuck this, I'm out. No, yeah, and I mean, also think about what Andor just showed us. Yeah. I mean, oh that's... my god, Brasso. Yeah, Brasso. I'm just gonna use Marva's fucking the back backhand. No, he can't remember because he uses Marva's brick and then punches an interior Actually, with Marva's yeah. like, like, still alive. That's what Marva wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. That concludes my statement. And Char. Hi. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 12, Always 2 edition. Fact 1, fluent in over one and a half languages. This episode shows that Ezra is making an effort to learn Chopper's mechanical language. He's nowhere near Sabine or Hera's fluency, though, conversely, Zeb can't understand a word. Fact 2, the lack of faith is still disturbing. Admiral Constantine's hushed complaints about the Inquisitor are meant to make clear the separation between military and spiritual sensibilities within the ranks of the Empire. Officers like Admiral Moti and Admiral Ozzel would have similar misgivings toward Darth Vader in the films. Fact three, the original name for the Seeker droid. The Seven Sisters droids are ID-9 Seeker droids, as I said earlier. Its production name was called Parrot Droid. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the Always Two edition. Or episode. Yeah. The way you said that was very like, am I going to think about how I want to say this last part? Edition. Yeah. yeah. But um, like, with so that, let's get to ranking this episode. Bad is Ensign. Okay is Lieutenant. Good is Captain. Great is Admiral. Chef's Kiss is Grand Admiral. Jesse, with it being your first time on the podcast, what is your ranking? What if I, what if next time you, this is a totally side note. Next <laughs> time you did an episode, you just threw everyone off and went with the British thing and said lieutenant instead. Yeah, lieutenant. Yeah, lieutenant. Um, I'd say, hmm, I'd say this is an like like an admiral level. Like it's good. Like like well, it's great, but it's not like the best because it really does deal with like this familiarity aspect of the inquisitors are like sith they are supposed to give you that feeling of this is what the dark side is like and they don't really i like obviously they don't they're not the main focus of the show but they don't really give us a lot for me of what i think they could have on how dangerous and how intimidating these people are like they they weren't just like the police they weren't like stormtroopers like these people were the equivalent to like, oh, well, I'm trying to think of who they would be to the Jedi because, well, the Jedi are based off of a group that literally destroyed themselves. So it, but it, that's kind of the scary part is these were former Jedi who have mm-hmm. decided that their order is not worth keeping around and they want to get rid of it. And they don't really build up enough on that for like the whole show. And so I think just for that reason, it stays just below a chef's kiss. But other than that, like the comedic aspects, like one of my favorite parts is when um, Ezra is saying, you've got to keep your head up and he smacks his face and falls right over. Like, yes. <laughs> and it's just, it's a really good episode for everyone who's in it. Um, and it just, 
Yeah, just reminds us that Rebels is the best thing in all of Star Wars, and everyone should watch it if they haven't. Absolutely. That's fair. Vanessa? I was also going to say it's a great episode. Um, I think it has a lot of value. It showed us, like, all these different dynamics. Like Jesse said, like, we see a lot of how the Inquisitors are. Um, I think that because it's a kid's show, we're obviously not going to get, like, <laughs> Kenobi-level, like, no, cutting no. off a woman's hand. Which yeah. Is yeah. So good. Oh, my God. When that happened, my brother, like, cackled out loud. No, um, yeah. That you don't have any act- any authority. Ah! Just loses her hand. I'm like, no, okay. Yeah. I no, but for Riva being like, arms out! And, and just, like, that kind of shit. You're just like, damn. Yeah. But I think... um like, because Jesse was talking about like a real world equivalent. We love realism in Star Wars, don't we? Um, <laughs> but but, but um, Vanessa, Star Wars isn't political. But it's not political. And, it's not real. There's nothing but, that the real no, world. It's not based bricks, on anything. In the world. Screws. Nothing. Those don't nothing. work. But those, those no. don't how do we expect them? But how do we expect them those? to put chips together? Don't they have the to force. use like With the force? Yeah. The, that's not how the force works. Yeah, I've ever played Lego Star Wars. See how they build that stuff? Easy. Yeah. he knows. It, but we don't get any coins know. in real life, though. So that's not fair. Yeah. I think now I'm just like comparing it to Kenobi right now. I think uh, this episode is very good at like, showing their dynamic in a very concise way, the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Which I liked, um, but like going off of Jesse's statement, like I think the Inquisitors they like, talked a lot about um, how the Jedi code—it's an itch. Like they can't help themselves; it's just who they are. And like spewing yeah. that type of dangerous rhetoric, like that was very interesting to see how they kind of like how the writers of Kenobi like extrapolate what we know about the Inquisitors into something even more, like bring it more into the real world real world and like showing how dangerous like even um sharing dangerous rhetoric rhetoric can be how language can be just as equally violent as like physical violence can be mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting however to answer your question this episode is great <laughs> but i'm not giving it grand admiral or a chef's kiss like just because it's not iconic it doesn't have that iconic status it's not twilight of the apprentice you know it's not any of the iconic episodes that you can like name off the top of your head. Gotcha. That's you fair. Know? That's fair. Um, Char? Um, I'm gonna give this an admiral. I think it had a lot of bright moments and it introduced the seventh sister and the fifth brother, of course. And obviously we get one of the very few very great Zeb moments, because we don't really get many Zeb moments other than the one instance later on in the show with him and Callus and many different things. So, um, oh, and there. his with his the Lasan, mm-hmm. he has that episode as well, or that yes. arc as well. Yeah, he gets very few um, spotlight moments, and this was one of those episodes. So, but when yeah, he does get Admiral. the spotlight, he does kill it. He yeah, does he does a very good job. And like that's the beauty of Rebels. Like each one of the, the members of the Ghost Squadron have the spotlight. They have their highs and they have their lows. Mm-hmm. Zeb had his high moments and. Some had their low moments, so yeah, yeah. it was one of that role. Harris, 
this is very interesting because like at first I was like, oh, I'm gonna give this a captain, and then like after hearing everyone explain it, I'm gonna lean admiral. I thought again, I think yeah. it's a good episode for rebels. I think it's very interesting. I think, but when you add in like the inquisitor aspect and like how they and like just little amount of time they basically explain all this history about them, it's just it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I will have to go admiral as well, but. Um. Ooh, man, that that my voice is going out. Wow! Hey, hey guys, you want to go play some baseball? Anyway, um, uh, that is gonna be it for this episode. I want to thank everybody. I I didn't really. I was really busy with Thanksgiving stuff, so I didn't get to like make a whole like thing about Thanksgiving. But um, I just want to take a moment and say that I'm very thankful for everybody in the community. I'm very thankful for Harris and Char for all the work that they do behind the scenes and uh, uh, just being the two best um, co-hosts that I could ask for. Um, uh, stop throwing tomatoes at me. You're really distracting me right now. I appreciate that. But uh, no, I, I, and I appreciate all the people that subscribe. Um, uh, if you've been wow, here, wow. if you've been here since day one, thank you. If you were just now tuning in and liking our show, liking our content, you guys are just as amazing and we, we appreciate the support. Um, but uh, we are going to, uh, that, that, that's going to be it for this one. Um, Jesse, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? On TikTok at mentally ill Sith Lord, all one word, and Twitter at mentally ill Sith. I said earlier it was the same. I just realized that it's not because <laughs> Twitter doesn't let you make your name that long. But TikTok, I am not very consistent on posting, but maybe that'll change because Gonkatine uh, episode whatever comes out on Monday. So, <laughs> I don't even know the episode of his I don't own even show. Know what episode it is, but there <laughs> are going to be it. some Star Wars Rebels characters in it, so maybe you should all go watch it. Wait, Jesse, how'd you get the? How'd you get the? Uh, uh, I didn't even. I got the hundred dollar one, and I didn't 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 give me any of the. Like you just the go new, like that. Like the Jesse new one. Different. Yeah, like I bought the deluxe Literally. edition. I bought it like for a hundred dollars when it first came out. I should get all those characters. No, you have to pay for the new pack. That's bullshit. Yeah. I, capitalism at its worst. Okay, capitalism Finest. at its. Worst. What is capitalism at its best? Let's start there. It's never, it's never. But yeah, we, don't have, we don't have enough time for that. Vanessa. That's another discussion for another podcast. <laughs> that is another discussion for many other Star Wars Rebels yeah. episodes about capitalism. Yeah. Oh, Van- yeah. Vanessa, where can the good people follow you? Oh, I also like, I don't, I don't post ever. Don't follow her. She's um, a good follow, though. I am a good follow. What is that? Oh, no, like. She's not. Yeah, like, like your like I, your art and stuff. Why what'd you think that? Art, man? <laughs> no, I I don't know what I thought. I think at first I was like, I'm just a good like number to have around. Like I I won't unfollow. No. No. Because you forget. I get what you mean. You. No, I I do forget that I follow people a lot, and then I'm like, you're still there. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Gotta um, remove you. Click. Man. Yeah, Vanessa's actually been a Star Wars theory fan all this time, and you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
But oh, if it was like is Vanessa Skak. V-A-N-E-S-S-A Skak attack. Skak attack. Maybe the Skakalosi gang. Um, and then my Twitter is Chad Nessa at Pellegrino Lover. I think it's Pellegrino L-U-B-R because yes. hashtag Tucci gang. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have anything else? I have nothing. I have nothing. I'm I have no prospects. If you don't oh, follow Vanessa, that's not true. If, if you don't follow Vanessa on social media, you're just gonna piss off Kingpin. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't want to do that. You embarrass uh, me in front of Vanessa. You I need to embarrass find me in front of Vanessa. I need to find me a tall, broad, bald guy. Star Wars uh, theory. <laughs> oh, my oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, I no. that one. Uh, Harris, where can the good people follow you? Damn, you just skipped over Charlotte. That was disrespectful. No, no, it goes. No, it goes. It goes. Yeah. That was, okay. That's why it just throw me off this entire episode because I was like, wait, why just skip over Char? No, but no, yeah. You can find me at Harris Productions on TikTok and Instagram. You can find me at Harris underscore edits on Twitter, even though I don't know why Twitter is still up. You think it should be gone by now, but it isn't. And then you can find me Harris on Hive. I always fucking forget about Hive. And then you can find me here on the pod ones. Also, 12-hour stream. Don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a week. Oh, one more thing. Stream Beings of the Galaxy. Yes. Where all pods are cast for clear skin. <laughs> and shop from far, far away factory. And all the other things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm forgetting it, but. Look, I swear to God, I thought you were going to throw the banner up for some stuff recent. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking um, about it. Um, Char, <laughs> where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at charcharj, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones Podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Next week, we'll be covering Season 2, Episode 6, Brothers of the Broken Horn with Hondo Anaka. Ando! 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 I smell profit! I love Hondo in this show so much. My boy, Ezra! Pirate Jedi! Ezra! Ezra Bridger! Anyway, uh, you can find us at <laughs> the Pod Ones on all of our social media, including Hive. Uh, we'll try to get, well, at least I'll try to get more consistent posting on Hive, but. It, it's kind of at its stage where it's like a baby Twitter, so you don't really... It's kind of got its glitches and whatnot. But, um, yeah, uh, that's going to be it. Um, oh, also, next Saturday, if you're not doing anything, 12-hour stream, uh, we are going to start off with Trivia. Then I'm going to win. And then we're going to play Battlefront 1. And then we're going to do a four-hour D&D one-shot with St. Pat and the lovely ladies of Sith Faced will be joining us for a one-shot D&D campaign that will last four hours, and then we will... Uh, what The characters are fucking wild. I already, yeah, the characters are wild. What you described, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. And, yeah, is there great. a Tuscan Raider? No. So... <laughs> anyway. Uh, we didn't want Darth Krayt in it. Sorry. Um, uh, How dare you? He's <laughs> so original. <laughs> um, uh, and then we will uh, end the night with games and then a, a movie. So if you guys would love to come and hang out with us, 
Um, uh, it'll be next Saturday, uh, noon central time. So one Eastern time and 10 AM Pacific standard time. I'm, I'm going to be in the gutter. In it's going to be half. great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. Cause you know what? Harith will be in the gutter for the first half of it. And then me and Char will be like barely alive in the second half of it. So. And then I'll come alive in the second half. Yeah. There be- you go. There you go. But, uh, we look forward to seeing you all there. Uh, that's going to be it on to the next one. You started, you you idiot! Oh, You're, damn it! You, you fucking you don't even know. You thought you did life. something there, Luke? Damn, did you? You thought you did something? This is the second time I've done it. This is like the no. This is like is this like the second time you've done it? Like multiple weeks in a row. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's on to the next one for life and for life. We are all the Republic, and may the Force be with you always. always. What the fuck hey, is this? <laughs> <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.